0: But what we're going to look at today is uh, Kohelet Zion, uh, so it's chapter 7, verse, um, verse 15, and hopefully sequel, 15 and 16, and if possibly more, we'll do a little bit more. So the, uh, the, the Kohelet says um, the following, he says, He says that, uh, I, I saw everything, um, I've seen everything that we've spoken about. Um, through th- during my during my days, Yesh Sometimes a person, a tzaddik, um, it perishes or it gets lost. But in his uh, in his righteousness, VeYesh Rasha Barato. And sometimes you have a Rasha who is Marie who continues Barato um, in uh, in his wickedness. Rashi on this says something quite. Um, so it's interesting so he says uh, Rashi says what does it mean that there's a tzaddik that there's the tzaddik who will perish be destroyed get lost in his tzaddik because Rashi says odenu. Oveid, even though he is um, he may be something might perish might be lost might, might lose a lot of a lot of self or then he was made by tzitkot. Nonetheless, the real tzaddik, even during, during times of travail, and times of difficulty, he, will, he or she will still stand in their tzidkut, in their, in their ability to be a tzaddik. And then he quotes this, this uh, crazy story. Mahasibu um, Yosef ben Pinchas, a coin. Yosef ben Pinchas, a coin. It's important that he's a coin because Kohanim have certain obligations within the base of Migdash. Um, they have to do certain things, as we know, the certain avoidance. But in, a, in addition to that, if a coin a, has a mum, if a coin has a, uh, some type of blemish, so then there's certain things that uh, he can no longer do. So what happens here? That uh, he had this, 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 like, uh, this terrible sore on his leg. So what did they do? They realized that the leg was so bad that they actually had to amputate his leg. So they call the doctor um, to, uh, to cut off his leg. Amalosa, he says to the doctor, um, <laughs> that's a great story. When you come to like the, the last remaining hairbread of the, of the amputation, so just before you actually cut off the leg, I'm sorry to be so graphic, this is Rashi, right? Hodiani said, tell me. V'gena's son, that's what he did. So he has... Um, Pinch, uh, Yosef Pinchas the coin unfortunately has to have his leg amputated he's, um, he tells the doctor to make sure that just before he completes the amputation the doctor tells him that it's, 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 he's on the last uh, hair breath so what does he do? as that happens he calls his son and he says to him he says until, such, until right now you had an obligation to care for me but from now on, you cannot care for me and look after me as a, as a son would normally do for a child. Because a kohen is not allowed to become impure um, uh, if, from a limb cut off it from his father while he's still alive. In other words. What happens is now, the, 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 so you've got this coin father. The coin father is now becoming, has a mum. He's no longer able to serve in the Beit HaMikdash. And his son, who is there, helping his father. Remember, this is the days before um, um, anesthetics, as they can imagine. The scars going through what he's going through. His son is there, his family's around him. And he's had a big He says to his son, before he's about to complete the amputation, he says to his son, it's about to end now. The second this, there is a, the, the, the whatever part of my leg that they had to cut off is no longer connected to me, right? That becomes Tame. And because it becomes Tame, it will, it will, it will be Matame you, you'll become Tame. And because you'll become Tame, um, which is a, a, on a very, very high level, that Tuma will disallow you from serving the Beit Migdash. So as much as I love you and I appreciate you being here, leave. So that Rashi says is the Pshat in this concept. Of what? Of tzaddik. Of veit betzidkor. That the tzaddik. Even though he may be going. Through the most difficult situation. He's none, nonetheless. Able to maintain his consciousness. Of, uh, of what he is. Of the person that he is. And able to ensure. That he, even though. Um, he's going through such terrible pain. The 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 primary thing in his in his world is his titzkud. What does titzkud mean? Titzkud, as a general rule, means that a person follows that which our Kodesh Barucho wants from him, and that's their consciousness. So here he is. He follows the Torah. The Torah says that he's got to be careful with this uh, with the um, with, with the tumor, and so that's the that's the impact that it has on his child. Like I I was just like wondering, how imagine the. Um, Imagine the, the impact that such a story would have had on his child. That's how important it is to be so careful about things that, you know, to, that even to the extent that, uh, that, that, that you need the support, or you want the support, but you're not going to have it because the, the Torah is more important than than, than your emotional need. I, I think it's quite an amazing thing. I, I, there's a lot to unpack that. But I, I think that is something for us as as parents to be able to instill into our children of what, um, you know, When 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 things get difficult, we still have to maintain a certain level of, um, well, not a certain level. We have to maintain our commitment to what what our primary and core values are. The uh, the David says, um, he says the following. He says, you know, my whole life, he's saying, Shlomo Medik says, I really, I'm trying to understand everything. Why? tochen Why would a person really contemplate so many things? He says because he wanted to understand what was really going on and not just on a surface level, but to really understand the depth of um, of of, uh, of what's going on. he says. There's this tzaddik he says he Said what I realized that sometimes that there are tzaddikim. Who even who sin just a little bit and they and they are taken out of this world? Shazel, why is that? Because of the person's great sitkus, that person will um, will be um, judged if that's the right word on a much higher level. As we know with Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu is judged um, for for the small little things that he does on such a high level because of the person that is why. HaKadosh Baruch is very careful with Tzadikim to the Chut the, the, uh, the uh, hair's breadth. And there you see the connection between this story, between the Metsudas David and the story of Rashi. The story of Rashi, that Rashi brings, is not just a story. It's also a, um, an important metaphor that the Chut this hair breadth, there's a hair breadth um, measurement between understanding um, or between see, seeing the, the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu does things and not. Um, so much so that we often don't always realize that uh, where is the fine line? Uh, if Something happened the, over the last couple of days. We've got this group, which is called the Back to Shul group, with all the shuls in the country um, getting just to, uh, to help us all get uh, all the protocols in place. And uh, one of the things that happened is that uh, there's certain shuls that, uh, that, want, that the, Well, let me just pull back. The way it works when you get an aliyah is that um, you get called up and unlike in the old days where you would walk up to the bimah, because there's an issue of social distancing and all that stuff, what happens is the person stands in their seat and, and says the brach from their seat. But uh, in some communities, people are not, are not happy with that. They want to actually see the Torah, which one should ideally see. That's what the aloha says. Um, if you can, you should ideally see the Torah. So since they should ideally see the Torah, they want to come closer. So they want to come, to, they want to come within two meters. But um, uh, Professor Kramer has made it very clear that three meters is the, is the amount, because two meters, when a person's expressing Hu, it's a little bit louder, and so therefore there could be a certain amount of droplets that could hurt someone. So there's a whole story going on there. So, he's, so, so people come on, and they say that they want to... Um, They'd like to have a two meter a two meter distance. So um, Ephraim Kramer is, uh, is is such a lovely human being, and uh, he he um, and he's been very gentle and very careful, but very very firm. And now all of a sudden, he says with these people that are wanting to come closer and are not are not adhering properly to the protocols. He says very simply, and this is going to come in into the next into the next possible because he's talking about he's talking about that there are certain, there are limits, and the minute you, you move beyond that limit, you actually break, you, you break the safety, the safety of, of everybody. And he said, um, people who, who, who are trying to, to, to come closer in the way that they're doing it, when they call up aliyahs, that is dangerous. And those people don't deserve praise, but the opposite. Because people are dying of COVID, including our own, so stop playing around with other people's lives. Which is a very, very powerful statement. Because what he's really saying is that there is the chutasara, There is this head breadth on one, from one space to another. And if you cross that head, that, that, that breadth, then, then everything uh, could fall apart. That's what Rashi is saying. The B'Tsudas David is saying that uh, when it comes to tzaddikim, that's the measurement that we're measured by. If we tzaddikim. And how do we know that a person is a tzaddik? Because... The small things that they do have a, have a, an enormous negative consequence on them, and um, and that's where you have to go. And then he says uh, that, that the Rasha Russia is that he continues in his um, in, in his in his in his evilness marich says his, his his good days continue bavur Why is that? Because. A person can be get so bad that they get so entrenched into the negative behavior that they they don't they don't they forget that there's a world called alamaba and because they forget there's a world called alamaba they continue in the negative behavior and therefore they just have constant goodness to to, to remove any reward for alamaba That's what the metzudas says. I'd like to carry on to the next pasuk because the next pasuk really I think is a is a is a very important pasuk and we'll see where it is comes along. Uh, Shoma Melech, and he says, "So now, having said that, the, the tzaddik can be so careful and can be measured on such a, a high level." Says, "Alti tzaddik Arbay. Says, "Don't become such, don't be such a big tzaddik." <speaking in Hebrew> says, "And and don't um, act as uh, as too wise, because <speaking in Hebrew> because maybe you'll become a little bit confused." So Rashi says al ti sorry, the Torah-Tamimah quotes of Gemara, the Gomorrah, the Gomorrah says, sorry, Alti ti Harbe, um, that this pasuk is talking specifically to Sha'ul, Sha'ul HaMelech, what happens Sha'u um, The Sha'ul of um, the land of Israel is at peace, they've defeated all their enemies, and then when that happens, we know that there's a mitzvah, there's a mitzvah to defeat Amalek, so Sha'ul HaMelech goes, and he battles Amalek, and, um, in battling Amalek, he defeats them completely. And what he does is he lets certain, certain um, people survive. He lets some of the women, the children, the, uh, the animals survive. And we know he lets Agag, the, the king survive as well. So um, the, there's a big problem because he should have killed everybody. That's the mitzvah. The mitzvah is to wipe out the memory completely of Amalek. So it, comes, so it says, amalo, amalo baruchu, Amalek, um, when Hashem said to him since the Gemara to, uh, that Hashem told Sheol to go and destroy leg, he'd kill Medayin so he became uh, he started like making some type of uh, Cheshboinus what did he say? Im Anashim Chatu said I understand that the men they, they sinned they fought against us but what are the women the children and the animals they didn't sin against us why should they be included in me having to kill them? Yatis a baskul, a came out. Va'amra altie alt don't be a bigger tzadik than God. You know, some people like to be the CEO of the God Squad. That's what this means. Altie Harbay. Don't be a bigger tzadik than you're required to be by the by the Torah. And in fact, in this case, uh, we understand that um, the, uh, the, the 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 Torah demands a certain way of practicing. And more than that, it's not demanded. Um, Rav uh, Rav, uh, Herschel Schechter, I don't know if I've mentioned this to you. It's made such a profound impact on me. Rav Herschel, in discussing this whole story of COVID, one of the things he mentions, he mentions that people exaggerate the importance of of davening in a minion. You know, when, every, when, when things were really bad and before schools had opened and before the protocols and everything were in place, a lot of people were having like the Omin and things like that. And, he, and Rav Shechter is one of the greatest Torah scholars today. So people exaggerate the importance of doubling in a over the importance of life. And because of that, you can't use exaggeration as a means of achieving psak. Not uh, because you can't. Exaggeration doesn't allow an objectivity. And um, it's very much the same thing. a Tzaddik harbay, Don't be a bigger Tzaddik then you need to be. Because uh, what does it mean to be a tzaddik? It means to fulfill the word of Hashem. The word of Hashem is not determined by what you think the word of Hashem is. The word of Hashem is determined by what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants from you and how do we learn that? We learn that from the Godoyle Yisrael, from the great sages. Um, the Emek Shailah, the Emek Shailah is the Nitziv. Um The Natsiv was the Rav Naftali Tzvi Yehuda Berlin. And he was the, the last Rosh Shiva of the great Yeshiva of Volosham. He actually closed the doors. What happens? The Russians wanted to, um, the Russians wanted them to introduce secular studies into uh, into, into the yeshiva, and um, whilst nah, even the Natsiv wasn't against secular studies as such. But to have it in the yeshiva, he felt, would have destroyed the very fabric of what the yeshiva was. And so therefore he refused to do that. And because he refused to do that, they had to close the yeshiva. So this is the yeshiva where Rav Cook learned. This is the yeshiva where all the great good from Europe. Every single one of them. All came from from, from, from it was the first proper yeshivas we understand yeshivas today. So he to closed the doors. But he was an amazing human being. Um, a very um, hidden Talmud to the degree that he... He married um, Rav Chaim Soloveitchik's daughter. And everybody was like very like, taken aback by the fact that he did. Because he wasn't known as being one of the most erudite and brilliant people and uh, uh, amazing people. And the reason why he, he, he was so great is because of his humility. And once Rav found a book that he had written, which is called The Emek Shaila he found this book, the book we're going to learn something from now, he found this book, it was on a table, and he read it, and he couldn't believe how brilliant it was, and he asked the Natsiv, he said, who wrote this book? So he said, eventually he let out that it was him, and um, he, uh, on that he was completely happy, that he, he, his daughter had married the right person. Okay, so comes along, the um, the Shiloh, and he says the following, according to what we said, and he's got a whole spiel before. Ain ma kum la adam says that it's um, there's no space for a person lizakot be yegiav amal Torah to to get any merit in a person's toil and labor. Yotem hashesachar as kmoshe kashel asik osher im enem bemazalot. He says this. It's it's we can you can say that a person, no matter how hard they work, will not get. More than they are worthy of getting. In the same way as as a person will not get more wealth than their, 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 their destiny will allow. And that's why I understand what it says, When it says, don't be a bigger tzaddik, don't try and be more clever than you are because maybe you'll be, what they translated as being, dumbfounded. What does it mean? It means that um, we mu- it's, 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 it's not clear what is more, what is less, but don't overdo it. What the, according to what the Nitzvah is saying, is that in our lives, in our approach to Yiddishkeit, and in everything that we do, there has to be a certain, um, kind of like what the Rambam speaks about, this golden mean. This way, of, which is a middle path, where there's no, which is not about excesses. It's not that one shouldn't have, shouldn't strive to have greater year at Hashem. Shouldn't strive to have more connection to HaKadosh Baruch we Shouldn't strive to have all these things. That's not what he's saying. What he's saying is in the way that we express it, because a tzaddik is something that is, uh, is, is outwardly expressed. That is the thing that we have to be careful. Of. And I think that goes back to really um, what, what's in the parasha. The, the parasha starts, says, When you go out to fight your enemy, and it's all in the singular. So, as a gen, as a as a on a pshat level, on a simple level, what it's talking about is going out as as Am Yisrael are going to go fight the enemy, and then the story continues, and you find this Jafat uh, Jafatuar, this beautiful woman, and uh, you fall for etc. 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 and, a ve- and a, the the story is framed that way. But many of the Mepharshim explain that the reason why it says it means that you're going out to war individually. Each person goes out to their own war. And what is the war that we go out against? We go out to fight this war against Ayat-Suhara. Um, and uh, and we have to be aware of the things that we have to be aware of when we're fighting Ayatollah. The Ayatollah is a very clever thing. The Ayatollah is able to um, to put us into places where we don't really, where we wouldn't normally put ourselves in, and uh, convince us to do other things. And I was thinking about it quite a lot based on this Altier Sadik Harbat, is that sometimes the the Yetzirah disguises itself as the Yetzra'tov. which is a very powerful concept. That the Yetzirah, when when we go out of ourselves and we're going to go fight this Yetzirah, we have to be careful that we don't that we that we don't see it as the Yetziratov. So um, sometimes we are. You know, we, we, we want to do, we want to do only good, and we want to help others, and we want to do all these things that we need to do, and they are fundamental things that we need to do, but we have to very much reflect, and that's what it means to be a tzaddik Harbe. is that sometimes our yetzorah makes, takes, makes us become tzaddikim more than we would like, more than we would normally be, in order to, to, to bring us down, rather than to, um, than to, to lift us up. And that's something that I think we all have to be aware of, um, all of our lives. Because uh, if we're not if we're not aware of that, then we can we can, um, we can be careful. The uh, we, we we can fall down. Sorry. The uh, the, the David says, la atzmacha So don't be so much of a tzaddik that you make even more gadarim, even more fences than the Torah makes. we have, uh, and, and it's quite clear that that uh, in the Torah, the Chazal have given us. As we've got this concept of agla Torah, create these boundaries around the Torah. What we have to be careful of is that we don't make our own boundaries which are unnecessary boundaries. Um, the reason why we have to be careful about that is because the moment we do that, then instead of being able to connect to our Kodesh Baruch Hu in the, in the space of Ahava, we connect to our Kodesh Baruch Hu in a space of Yira. So instead of connecting to Hashem through, through the highest level Of connection, which uh, uh, the Slanda Mereba, all the Hasidic masters explain, is not Yirat Hashem, is not the awe, the reverence of Hashem. That's not the highest level of connection. The highest level of connection is Avat Hashem. But but the minute you create boundaries, boundaries are by by definition Yirat Hashem things. They uh, they they they're about reverence and awe. Therefore, you have boundaries, and because you create too many boundaries, you don't allow the the, the, the Ava to come out and so therefore what, what, um, what the Metsudah David is saying is that the more siyagim you make the more of a tzaddik you become the less chance there is of really connecting to HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the intimate space of Ava um, because then our davening becomes a place of which is supposed to be a space of Ava so Rachel speaks about that a lot um, our davening becomes a place of ooh, like, you know aim of the era, all this awe and trembling and instead of and, and that is obviously part of what it is, but it, it doesn't that awe and trembling does not allow us to open ourselves up completely uh, vulnerable in front of the al Shalom. And that's very much what the, the concept of the Nazir is. The Nazir is this this, this Nazirat, um, who uh, who tries to cre- who, who who takes upon himself or herself this thing not to come closer to wine, not to drink wine, not to cut the hair, no, really to, to remove themselves from this worldliness. And uh, it's not very um, praised to become a Nazir. One would think it might be, but it's not very. And so that's why the Rabbeinu Bahaya quotes from the Gomorrah that there's a beautiful story from Shimon Atzadik. Shimon Atzadik says that um, in, all my, in all my life, I never ate the, uh, the korban of a, of a Nazir except for one person who came from, came to me from the south. Um, so the, the Nazir brings a, a korban, a, an offering, which is a, um, uh, what do you call it? A, 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 a khattis, a, a korban khattis, a, 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 a guilt offering. Why do they bring it? Because it's an understanding that you removed yourself from the world in which you live. So he says, I, I, uh, I never ate one except for one, from this guy who came from the south. Okay, who was this guy? He was beautiful. He had beautiful eyes and beautiful face and he had beautiful, you know, they're not allowed to um, cut their hair so he had beautiful curls. And I said to him, says Shimonat Tariq, I said to him, what happened? Why are you here? Why why are you coming now that you're becoming a, a, you're an Nazir, that you'd want to uh, destroy this beautiful hair that you have? So listen to what he says here, Amali, he said, oh, I used to be a shepherd. And, um, and I went to go and fill up water from the, uh, from the spring for my sheep. And I saw my beautiful countenance. And my Yetzirah said, look how beautiful I am. And my Yetzirah tried to, to drive me out of this world. I said, Why are you coming and involving yourself in a world that is not your, your, is not your world? And a person who ultimately, he says, will become maggots and worms. And so, therefore, he took a vow. He took a vow to become a, uh, a Nazir. And immediately, having heard the Shimon Atzadik, says, I, I, I got up, come to and I kissed him on his head and I said to him, My son, that uh, said, Please God, there should be people more like you who will become uh, um, Nazarites. So, what is the point? The point here is that he understood that um, this Nazir was not being a Tzadik harbe, harbe. This Nazir was somebody who really understood the, uh, the power of the Yetzirah. To, to, overcome, to overcome a person and to take them to a place that they don't want to be. And so therefore, Rabbi Shimonat uh, Shimon Tzadik understood that this was absolute authenticity. And that's really what this is about. That at Tzadik harbe, if a person is more of a Tzadik than they're supposed to be. And we all know where we really are at. And uh, this time of Elul really is that time of saying, like, where am I really at? What am I really, what am I really supposed to be? In my life. At what point am I supposed to be? If I am going to be a tzaddik harbe, Meaning more than I should be. More than um, I'm at the space to be. So then we're not going to get that kiss on our heads from, from Shimon Tzaddik, Right? We've got to be the tzaddik where we're supposed to be. And that's really what we have to aspire to be. Is to get that kiss on our heads from Shimon Tzaddik. Shimon Tzaddik was, uh, was the represent- representative of our Kaddish Baruch in this world we want that kiss on the kepi from which means really the affirmation from our Kaddish Baruch that we're on the right path in our lives then we have to be real and 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 really connect with who we are during this time I'm not saying it's easy I'm not saying I've done it but I think that's really what the aspiration is during the month of Elul. I am to my beloved, and my beloved is to me. Who is the who is the beloved? How do you become beloved? How do you become a dot A dot is the connection that we have on a very deep, intimate space with our Kaddish Baruch and ourselves, and that's what we have to aspire for. So please God, we should, uh, we should aspire to that. Have a beautiful Shabbos, everybody. And Bezrat Hashem, next week we go back to some manner of normal. Um, Nikki has offered her house um, that we can socially distance in her house. We certainly can't go onto the campus yet. Um, but uh, so we'll we'll discuss that over the week and decide how we're going to do that. Um, whether that will happen, it'll still be it'll still be zoom broadcast out anyway. So there we can chat about that. God bless everybody. Have a beautiful week. A beautiful Shabbos. I mean, cheers, guys. Thank you. Bye. Pleasure. Bye. Thank you, Rob. Pleasure. Thank you. Good Shabbos. Good Shabbos.